Welcome back to the Big Mark Podcast. Me, your host, Big Mark. If it's your first time watching, welcome. If not, welcome back. Like I always say, if you ever wanted to reach us, reach us for any reason, hit us up. Check out our DMs in, in our Instagram or Twitter at the Big Mark Pod or at the Big Mark Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe to the channel. Make sure you're following along and share with your friends and doing all that fun stuff. You can check out our Patreon if you want to to support the podcast in that way. You know, just to kind of keep the lights on, so to speak. But again, thank you all for being here. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. It's my pleasure. And I hope you have some fun today. One of these episodes, again, honestly, I I love I love doing these episodes. I love having these like these ideas, these surges of, of ideas, and I can just kind of like ride it out and stream of consciousness and throw them at you, but it's always nice to have the topic too, right? Like, you know, just to kind of keep things in line. But I, I left this one a little bit, a little bit loose, a little bit open because me and my buddy Nick were we hit up the gym yesterday. And we're gonna hit it up very soon today, and I'm really excited about getting out there and about getting back in the gym. And I'm super, super motivated again. And that, you know, obviously with that motivation. I'm looking, you know, checking out other things on online, protein powders, BCAAs, nutrient stuff. And I think along with those cookies that are involved with that, you know, come the foibles, if you will, um, of uh, the the Instagram world of fitness, which is, again, excellent, such a such a wonderful resource in so many ways. Uh, it is it is truly a place where where you can find so much information, so many new workouts and in nutrient nutrition information and just like general athletic knowledge, but then also kind of a bit of a wild ride out there as far as, you know, who's posting what. And again, with bodybuilding especially, there's always health concerns um that that need to be taken into taken into account. There's there's healthy approaches, of course. There's many different ways you can do it, but again, obviously, this is coming from someone who's only watched it from from the outside in. I mean, my mom uh, dated a, a an ex bodybuilder, and he kind of had some um, <clears throat> some information that he told me back in the day about bodybuilding, and kind of under- tried to understand the mindset of it a little bit because obviously, there's a sense of I don't want to go. Fo- I, I, I'm I'm always cautious to use the word narcissist or narcissistic or narcissism because obviously it's like it's it's a pretty it's a pretty lofty word like it's you know it can be it can be pathological um but you know there's obviously a sense of like oh look at look at me look what I can do but there's obviously so much more to you know the sport of bodybuilding and and just the idea and the mindset and the the Discipline, discipline, especially is is probably the biggest thing about about bodybuilding that really highlights what you can do because you have to be so disciplined with your diet, so disciplined with your your workout regimen. And again, like I said, that health you have to be so health conscious because obviously you're pushing your body really far 
it's very surprising actually the capacity of muscle growth and how far you can actually and how big you can actually get. Um, but there there is this thing with with bodybuilders that when they're when they're preparing for a competition day, they have to cut a lot of weight. So funny enough to actually build up a lot of muscle, it actually helps to carry a little bit more body fat. Um, I don't want to get too technical about this because it's kind I'm kind of reaching in my knowledge in it at all, but there's like there's some some fat synthesis happening during um, during uh, testosterone against sorry during testosterone th- synthesis there's some adipose fat tissues involved ah, again I shouldn't even go down this road but it just helps to have a little bit more mass it helps to push push the more weight um, you, you a lot of these a lot of these athletes take supplements such as creatine which like holds a little bit more water and then before competition you're trying to get out of a lot of like a lot of that water you're trying to strip a lot of that and and remove a lot of that and a lot of that water gives your your muscles like a different different kind of shape and size but it also keeps them hydrated and things like that and again with these with these bodybuilders preparing for for competition they're cutting they're cutting all that all that other mass that they had like I know one of one of the famous bodybuilders, Jay Cutler, like I don't want to get to his specific numbers, but I know he would cut like 30, 40 pounds at least, like just before competition. Like he would walk around like over 300 pounds and then he'd get down to like well below 200. Um, and and again, like that cutting phase can be pretty tough on the body. <clears throat> and and that's what you have to be really, really health conscious of. And, and you can do it properly. Again, the most important thing is is you gotta you have to stay hydrated. There there are also you know you can't not to jump right into it, but you can't really talk about steroids without kind of mentioning. Or, <laughs> you can't really talk about steroids without mentioning bodybuilding. You can't really talk about bodybuilding without mentioning steroids, and. It's some of that. It's, it's a weird thing now. I think nowadays people are, are are much more apt to kind of say, "Hey, like you know, it's part of something that that is you know it is bigger than than the than the sport of bodybuilding and cheating, you know, and all the ethics. It becomes bigger than that because you are really you are really able of getting the best results of any type of muscle growth and that that kind of goes for strength too like uh, yes don't get me wrong there's some genetic freaks out there that <clears throat> they can they can achieve amazing results naturally but even naturally becomes a thing because you're most likely taking some type of supplement and like who cares cuz like I've mentioned this before I believe I did a, an entire episode on steroids sorry I know I did an entire episode on steroids but like the the idea of that it's cheating because it gives you this advantage, but if everyone's doing it, why wouldn't you take this advantage? It, and if we're able to do that, like with technology, like why wouldn't we do it? And then, of course, that becomes a socioeconomical issue because, you know, if you can't afford the drug, then you're not allowed to compete in the sport. Like, what the fuck? It's tough. It's a tough go. But again, you know, Arnold just talked about it. Many, many, many famous bodybuilders have. Just, openly spoken about their their steroid regimen and it should be spoken about because you have to do it safely 
And yes, there are ill side effects, side effects of steroids, but if you do it properly, most of those side effects are reversible when you go off the steroids and you can cycle in and out of it. You don't have to be on them constantly, but it's a recovery aid. That's what steroids are. Anabolic steroids specifically are recovery aids. It helps you work out more. It's all it does. Doesn't It's not like you, you take the steroids and all of a sudden you win Mr. Olympia. You have to still work the fuck out. It just allows you to work out two fucking three times a day like some of this stuff. And again, some other anabolics, not to be, not to get too specific, but they help you cut and and help more muscle definition. And what was one? Um, oh my god, not like it was like mitochondria or something like that. Not exactly like interstitial fluid. <clears throat> um, oh, what did he call it? Ah, shoot. Anyway. It encourages some 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 steroids encourage more fluid essentially to go into sarcoma. That's it, um, and and fill those kind of like muscle fibers up with more with more like liquid, and that again gives mass. But just like the, um, just like this this teacher was saying, I forget what he forget what this gentleman's name was, but I always see him on, on Instagram now. He seems pretty hardcore. He seems like he was like a he was a mega bodybuilder back in the day. But blonde guy, anyway, he's like te- he was like teaching people and talking about it. But that's the thing. You have to be kind of like open about it. And that actually brings me to a guy I do remember, Mike Metzner. He's a guy I've only come across very recently. I never really heard about him before. But along with this other blonde haired dude and some of you listening who know about fucking bodybuilding and probably screaming at me who, who know who this other dude is. I'm sorry. I should have looked it up. But Mike Metzner is this is this one dude who who I never really knew about, <clears throat> but a lot of his a lot of his teachings has have come across and seems like a lot of his information is like relatively controversial. Um, but again, like specifically about his training styles and different things, like you know, I heard him say like he doesn't drink any water during training. And again, this is a thing like when you have a complete an utter training regimen that you've created and you know the ins and outs of it from start to finish. There's probably going to be bits and pieces of it that you take out of context and going to seem crazy. He's going to say no drinking water during, during working out, but he's not saying don't be, he's not going to say be fucking dehydrated. I don't know exactly what his, the, the pure outcome is. Um, he was talking about more, um, <clears throat> the the muscle working or or your body not worrying about dealing with extra hey what are you gonna do mike metzner's going out there telling people what's what uh telling people how to do things super interesting i i saw some articles kind of comparing him to arnold and and just again an, an interesting comparison because arnold schwarzenegger obviously being coming from the bodybuilding world into acting and everything. He is like a king in the bodybuilding, still is, has a bodybuilding competition, Arnold Classic. Like, he is he is the man, and for most of the time, and like really still kind of to this, to, to this day, which is interesting because I'll, I'll mention that in a minute, to this day, he's still kind of like the ultimate physique. There's something, something about Arnold Schwarzenegger's physique that was just absolutely unbelievable. And hey, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. There's something really interesting about bodybuilding. There's a homoeroticism to it, which I totally understand coming from sports. It's really interesting. But it's always really funny when you when you see, again, 
openly at least quote uh, openly straight cis cisgendered males speaking about each other's physiques in this totally like macho masculine like again there's nothing there's nothing truly homosexual about it but it's again it's just this interesting uh again homoeroticism so but arnold's physique was just absolutely amazing and um again his chest was absolute like completely almost unattainable like some people still have it but again just genetics are such an important thing because yes you can take the steroids but if your muscles aren't in proportion looking because this is how bodybuilding competitions are judged right they're judged by judges looking at your physique and they really 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 look at like your your muscles they're actually just like look like they don't really care what you what you probably 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 comes into play like yes a lot of these famous like a lot of these famous bodybuilders are like handsome in um in an objective sense. Obviously, Arnold was, but he also came from a time where a the the anabolics weren't as good, but b the bodybuild where bodybuilding was at the time, there was still an athleticism to they look still looked athletic the 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 guys that were doing it. I mean, there's always fitness models and and women bodybuilders and stuff too. They have they have their their um, trajectory practically mirrors males, male bodybuilding's history kind of thing. But again, the early, early models, early fitness models, early bodybuilders were much more athletic, long, lean, looked, looked natural. Again, a lot, a lot of it fueled by steroids, but looked very natural uh, Arnold was six foot two, so pretty tall guy. Um, another really famous bodybuilder from that time period would have been Lou Ferrigno, who, who you might know from being the Hulk <laughs> from the Incredible Hulk series. He was, or I love you, man. Sleep a hold out, put him in sleep a hold. Um, but he's he was one of the most famous bodybuilders of the time as well. Little taller as well. I think he's like up there, six four, six five, maybe six six. He's a tall gent, but he's funny enough, a guy to bring up a physique. He had like an extra ab or like one missing ab or something like the way his abs were like usually have six or eight showing and he had like five and a half or something like a weird, he had like a weird ab look and um, that again was critiqued and never really got him to because he was, he had, he had a great, great, great physique, great body, but this is the thing you, you're literally judged purely purely on your physique nowadays bodybuilders are a lot shorter they realize like the shorter the physique the more and the more you pack on it the more it looks stronger and bigger you can push a little bit more weight with like shorter levers and all this stuff and again steroids are much better but you have guys that are like wide as fuck like it kind of looks a little, almost like a little scary like it's freaky but it's again just it's the advancement of a sport. You're just constantly pushing those boundaries, constantly pushing, trying to get to the next level. So, um, that that's how uh, how that sport is gonna gonna kind of keep going. Oh, uh, you're gonna try to get your muscles looking bigger, more defined, more veins, more everything, more steroids, more beef. <clears throat> again these guys diets everyone's diets are insane like actually 
uh, a girl I used to go to school to uh, go to school with Nicole Rakowski. She's a fitness model now. She has like, an amazing story. She like fell in a volcano, basically like near a hot spring kind of thing, like burned her leg and came back in this amazing, amazing story. And she got her into like fitness modeling. And she's like hanging with all these people that I'm mentioning, like all these fucking baller Arnold and Jay Cutler and all these famous, famous bodybuilders. And she posts a lot on her Instagram about like her, her, um, her regime, uh, but her diet is just like always like constantly on point, and like you have to be like crazy with the meal preps. But that's what I mean. It's it's discipline, and yes, you can look at it in a narcissistic sense, like oh, just look at me, and it's very physical, and and you're choosing now to be judged. You're choosing to go in front of people and be judged, and there there must be some interesting turmoil in the minds of some of these people who are constantly trying to win and don't. There must be so much self doubt and being like oh. And there might and and there might be some body dysmorphia that exists, right? Like where you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're not seeing exactly what the reality is. You think you're too small. You got to get bigger. Got to get bigger, or you're ugly. You don't look like who knows, right? Like there's different motivations to all these kind of things. But again, the discipline and <clears throat> and will willpower and just just absolute dedication to the sport that it takes to get to that to those high levels mr olympia you know uh arnold classic winners things like that you have to be so dedicated and you're eating constantly and you're working out constantly <clears throat> i don't know how a lot of the, these people have like normal jobs like you kind of almost can't right i think you get like sponsorships and stuff from supplement companies and things like that because the stuff's expensive, and let alone the steroids, but the food you have to eat, and then there's vegan bodybuilders and and all that stuff. And yes, you can get you can get there, but it's even harder. Um, but most of the time, they're eating tons of meat, uh, fucking carbs. Like your the the growth of your muscles demands a lot of calories, right? It takes a lot out of you to keep pushing and pushing and growing. And also sleep. You have to you have to get sleep and water and all those intakes, right? Like it's a it's a full time job for for a lot of these people. Like they're in the gym constantly, but they love it and it becomes this other world, right? And it's always this thing with with sport where you get to those upper echelon, those high, high levels, and you understand the amount of discipline and the amount of time it takes and what you have to do truly to to get to those high to those highest levels. And yeah, you might look at steroids as as it's wrong and it's cheating and it's a legal drug and whatever you want to look at it. But that's how that's how you're going to get as big as possible. That's how you're going to get as big. And it's funny, like being back in the gym, like I said, that spurred this whole spurned this whole idea is like there's something when you get in that gym and you see some people working on it. Like, I don't know, I haven't been around the whole just started a new one and in Waterdown, but like, it's like, you see some people kind of working on that, and you're like, okay, man, like, you do you, like, keep pushing, like, hopefully you get there someday, and you understand, like, they're in this whole other world, like, when you enter into the gym, that's their, like, in their minds, they're there to fucking build, like, like a sculptor working on, on a big fucking thing of, of marble, that's where they're doing it. That's their studio. That's their stage. Well, not necessarily if they're actually going to be on a literal stage. But that's that's where they work their craft. And, and 
it, it's a sacrifice. You are kind of sacrificing. You are now entering this whole other world. Clothes don't fit you. People look at you weird. And I know, and I know that world a little bit because I live it day to day, just naturally as a big guy who my clothes don't fit me and people stare at you. But there, there becomes the idea that you're choosing to enter that. And there's also I've heard other other bodybuilders where they they do have a, some type of complex where maybe like a small man's thing where they I can't grow taller so I'll grow wider. I think the guy who had the biggest biceps in the world said that on bigger, faster, stronger which is another <clears throat> tremendous documentary uh, talks a lot about side effects of, of being American, to be honest, but it side effects of what wanting to be the best gets you when you really, really, really want to be the best. It actually is true sacrifice. That's they say it's lonely at the top. It truly is because you have to give up so much and you have to, you have, you are, once you once you kind of like pass this little this level of like uh, I'm I'm pretty serious about it to like I'm literally dedicating my entire life to this sport. You understand people fucking you lose friends, you lose family, like you know you you don't see your family as much as you want. You lose you lose you might lose loved ones because you're just so dedicated to that. You're not dedicated your time to them. And you have to give your entire self to it. You have to truly, truly go into it. And there's suffering and there's pain and there's pushing, pushing through it. But it's a tangible goal. You're pushing. It's not always about pushing the, the most weight, but usually it is. It's always about pushing a little bit more, a little bit more weight, a little bit Ronnie Coleman, right? It's There's always a way to go. Lightweight, baby. You can always push it. You can always push it. And that's what that's what bodybuilding is. It's about getting to that highest level of physique and seeing what the human body is 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 truly capable of. Yeah, it's hard on the joints. Yeah, it can be hard on the heart. Yeah, there's all of the whatever. But if you do it safely, it's not. And there's so many ways to do it safely. Take proper supplements. There's supplements for your liver. There's supplements for your joints. There's great ways to do it. You can go out there and be huge, baby. But again. It's, it's, it's a motivation. I used to read Muscle and Fitness magazine all the time because you used to have great workouts in there. It's not always about necessarily looking like, like you're amazing. You might ne- never necessarily get there. But it's a great workout nonetheless. Anyway, thank you all for listening. If you're interested in more, there's some more episodes that I have kind of around this. Like I said, steroids, bigger, faster, stronger, stuff like that. Go check out the catalog. There's tons to watch. 168 episodes now. If you're... It's 168? Oh my God. I should know this, right? Yeah. Oh my God. 168. 168 episodes, everyone. So there's a lot of episodes to go back and and binge. Jeez, 168. So check them out. Thank you all for listening. I love y'all. Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, YouTubes. Love y'all. Nothing but a peanut. Peace.